Welcome back to another episode of Bipolar Bits Bits. Let's see that again. Welcome back to another episode of Bipolar Bits. No, I'm just messing with you. So it's been a year and about a month. I think a year and a month or a year and two months since I posted an episode. Um, uh, I know, you know, it's, I, I get it, you know, that this is supposed to be a podcast about this and everything, but I guess what people... I want people to understand is that it's, it was, it was originally started more as a form of therapy, I guess, for myself, which, and I know I've said that before. Um, I got extremely tied up in all of it. And, and in the last few years, trying to discover this whole bipolar thing and understand it as much as I could. And I don't mean from the medical aspect. Uh, I, I think I've brought this up before in past episodes where I say, Hey, I don't really <clears throat> I don't really read statistics and all this other weird shit anymore. Uh, more, more so it's about me figuring out how to live with it. So a year and a month ago, <clears throat> I don't want to say this last Christmas, but the Christmas before I had a huge manic episode while I was out and it didn't, it, it, it didn't, it didn't cause any trouble. Like I was able to control everything and be okay. And all this other jazz, like it wasn't getting weird, but it was big enough and strong enough that it, I guess you could say it tilted me. It upset me so much that after all the therapy I was trying to do and all the things that I was trying to change in my life, I got tired and fed up. And part of being fed up was being fed up with this podcast in the sense of like, I didn't want to talk about this anymore and I wanted to go back to my life and say, hey, if I don't think about this and I just focus on therapy and I just focus on therapy and I just focus on doing things that would change my life for the better, that it would get better. And I'm not saying it didn't work. I'm not saying it did work. I, I re, I, I rearranged my life in the sense of what I was doing before I found, I actually fell back into other things where I fell back into a field and a purpose, at least associated with the field that I thought I wanted to be in. And that changed my life. Uh, actually, you know, to be honest in the last year, I've done a fucking astronomical amount of shit to fix myself or things that I thought would help fix me because I have a very methodical mind and to me, everything can be fixed, right? Like you have a squeaky tire or a squeaky door, get some fucking WD 40 or whatever and, you know, fix it. And that's how I try to look at things. And I guess I dipped out of this podcast because if I stopped acknowledging it and I stopped talking about it and I stopped what I feel is droning on and on and on about it, it, it would help. And in the last year, I've learned that the podcast is fucking irrelevant to whether or not I'm going to be bipolar. So I'm not saying it didn't help or it did help. I think the podcast really can help. I think that using this as a, as a real entry tool, as a, as a, as a knowledge saving tool for myself, you know, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe that's, maybe that's the good idea. But anyways, I snuck away from the podcast. I just, I gave myself a year. I told my music teacher had told me to stop working in, in, uh, my, my DAW for a little while to take a break. Well, I took a fucking six week break. And then before you know it, 
I was like happier that I didn't feel this stress anymore to kind of produce. And when I looked at the podcast, I said to myself, man, you know, is this something that maybe taking a break from would help you? And I don't know how it would help. I, I think, I think I was just freaked out from constantly talking about it because it's hard to talk about myself to people because I'm not that person and I'm very uh, isolated and very like, I like to be left alone. And I think it's weird when people talk about themselves. It's always been a, like a phobia of mine. It's different, you know, it's different. Like if, if we're having a personal conversation and you're, you know, somebody that I know that's a really good friend, you know, that's different. I'm not saying I'm a freak and I don't want to talk to anybody. It's just podcasting about personal issues is fucking weird and it's hard, you know, especially, you know, I still get this. I got this the other day. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit overweight for sure. I'm probably 50 pounds uh, higher than I want to be. Okay. Well, I'll say 40, you know, give myself 40. So I'm 40 pounds overweight and I get these tips from these guys, right? All the time. Dudes that don't lift as much as me or haven't done the same style of workouts and guys who have never dedicated themselves to manipulating their physiques the way that I have personally. And and I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm just saying like people who just fucking don't have any clue and they throw these weird ideas. They give you the most base idea, right? We'll, we'll fix your diet. And it's like, okay, cool, dude. That's not fucking helpful because we already did that. And fixing your diet doesn't fix being bipolar. It helps. I'm not saying it doesn't help, but there's this, there's this fucking thing where I'm just like tired of talking about it. Right. And, and tired of like trying to explain myself. And I guess, I guess I was tired of explaining myself to this fucking microphone and trying to think that it was going to make a fucking difference for me, you know, uh, irrelevant though, you know, I'm back at it. Uh, not only because I think it's therapeutic and whatever, but at the same time, if, if, if genuinely people can be helped by this, I do hope it helps somebody because I know what it's like to feel really alone. I know what it's like to be up for days at a time and not understand why. I know what it's like to have anxiety to where all you can do is open a hundred thousand tabs and stare at things you're not even going to really buy, but you feel like you got to reorganize and reorganize and relook and rebuild lists and all these other things, you know? So I guess I'm back. I am back. I don't want to leave again. And hopefully I'll be able to take a different approach to this podcast. I'm already, I'm, I already feel like I'm ranting again, but I'm not, I'm trying to catch myself up. Right. So I, I left for about a year and I did all these fucking wonderful things. I got a new, new job. I got a new career. Um, I have, I walked in, you know, out of nowhere and walked into some companies and was able to do work for them. I was able to acquire, uh, payment through trade through what the work, the, the work that I do, I, I, I must've made a billion podcasts about this stuff throughout the year. So I would make these podcasts and then I'd throw them away and I wouldn't post them too. So that was, you know, that's goofy. And that's another reason why I think I need to be here making these and, and doing these. But I was able to turn my life around completely 
and I, and it's crazy. I have this new business now or, or a functioning business that I was already working on. You know, I've got another business that's already working. And then now me and my wife are into a whole other business <clears throat> that's going really well. Like that, the, the newest business that we're in is actually more successful than the other two that I've been in. And it's really cool because, you know, you learn from your mistakes, you learn what you're doing. And we've been applying these, these lessons over and over in each thing that we do. So, you know, I've had this whole year to just chill. I've built this whole team up. I've got a, a whole group of people that we're working with now. I've got, like I said, two other companies that I'm working with kind of consistently. Uh, do and, and the best part is, and here, here's the, 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 the kicker, the cherry on top, is that I'm doing some shit that I kind of believe in, that I really believe in now. And that, that's been helpful for me personally. Again, does that have anything to do with being bipolar? I don't know, but it helps. Um, when I explain what bipolar is to people, I try to tell them that it's like everything else in the world. Like everybody experiences feelings. Everybody experiences emotions. Everybody experiences hatred and anxiety and love and compassion and, 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 uh, whatever, any, any feeling that you have. The only, the only difference is, is that if you're bipolar, your mind kind of turns up the degree of which you experience at any given moment, whenever it feels like, right? So, so, you know, you, you couldn't be manic and have this horrible thing happen. And then the mania causes you to do even crazier shit. There's people that do that, you know, shout out to our devil dog homies that were having problems before we left. I hope you're okay, man. I haven't heard from you in a while. And I, I said that, I think in the last episode, uh, so it, it's like a mood enhancer, so to speak, right? I mean, that's what it is. It's dopamine dropping at any given time that it wants, you know, over and over, depending on what you're experiencing, what's going on in your life. But you have all these variables around you at any given moment, whether it's your family, whether it's work, whether it's, whether it's the stressors of life, you know, all these things that compound and compound and we have to really take the time to look and see what is what is causing uh, these these effects uh, versus what being bipolar is doing to these effects, like how it affects you. Um, so I was able, like I said, to get all these new jobs and get you know and get these new things going together, and it's been wild. Like I, I have nothing to complain about, legitimately. Like I'm sitting here. And I'm trying to think about how good the year's been and how great the summer's going to be and how everything's going to go well. And it is. It is going extremely well. And I don't think that I could have handled some of the stuff that I've been doing 10 years ago being bipolar and not knowing it. Um, I'm still an unmedicated bipolar person. So I don't take any medicine currently for this. I, my, I'm, I'm very lucky guys. Uh, again, if you need medicine or you want medicine or you think that's the way to go, we're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. You know, you got to do what's right for you. For me personally, I wanted to push the bill as hard as I could naturally and figure out what was going on. Now, is that working all the time? Of course not. I lost you know, 70 pounds 
through my new job last summer. And then the minute I quit my job, yeah, I'd quit it, of course, being me. Um, excuse me. The minute I quit my job, I gained it all back. Uh, now I, you know, that day that I quit my job, that was an episode, right? Like I was having a bad day, but my decision to quit my job wasn't based on some weird feeling or vibe that, Hey, I'm bipolar and I need to get out of here and this and that and this and that and the other. It was that I butted heads with somebody who was at the job who <clears throat> in, in another way was as affected by things as I am, so to speak. And because of the environment, I didn't feel it was safe to be around there. I still hang out at the place. I still work with the company. I just work as a contractor instead of working directly for them. So that way there's no issue between me and the manager who I had issues with, you know, and, and he's not a bad guy. He has his own personal issues. He's not bipolar, but he suffers from extreme PTSD. And so when, when we melded these two together, it kind of caused problems. So I, I stepped aside and I said, Hey, look, how about instead of working for your company directly under you guys, you know, I go back to contracting for you, which is what I was doing. And it worked out, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's how you work with what you have to deal with. Right. So that's an example. Um, oh, damn it. I said, um, again. I don't know. It's just been crazy. Like I want to sit here and, and, and not gloat, but I want to sit here and talk about how much things are better, but at the same time describe that I'm still suffering from the same attacks. I'm still suffering from the same debilitating anxiety. I'm still suffering from stress dreams constantly. I, my sleep cycles actually recently, I've just come off an all nighter sleep cycle because I was just pent up and really fucked up and I couldn't sleep. For weeks, I was coming through a manic period. I need, and I said this, you know, a year ago, I need to get better at writing down my periods, my periods. <laughs> I need to make a journal of all of my logs so that way I can see how everything is. But, you know, I have a problem with that. I, I tried to escape and get away from being bipolar. I tried to run and hide and I tried to ignore it, but it doesn't change for me. When I got my job, you know, I was able to actually speak to the manager in, uh, who I'm talking about. And I actually had a full conversation with him about it and he knew what it was. And, and we both were able to track on each other, on each other. And he was able to help me in a sense where he could understand where I was coming from. And I let him, you know, discuss that. And at the same time, because of his experiences and his career, he was able to talk to me about stress and coping and these other things. And it kind of changed, it changed my life a lot, guys, actually. Um, it changed my life a fucking shit ton. In fact, I think a lot of the mentors that I've had recently, the new mentors that I've made, the new friends that I've made, the new team, team members, the people that I work with, they've been very open to what I've talked about and they've been open when I've been open about who I am and how I handle things. And it's helped a lot. Uh, communication is the key guys. If, if you can communicate through your issues, uh, life will go a lot easier for you, right? So if you, if you have a wife or a girlfriend or you're listening to this because you have a, a, a daughter or a sister or a sister-in-law or anything of that nature where you have these people in your life, communication is the best kind of uh, thing. 
the best solution for this. And I know that people are going to say, well, you know, communication is not possible sometimes, or they don't want this, or they don't want that. Well, that's going to happen, and that's okay. Um, we need to understand that also getting in the reps of practice is another thing, right? So I spent the entire year last year getting rejected left and right. No, 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 you know, can I do this? No, you know, would, do you need somebody for this? No. And understanding, I don't want to say building thicker skin, but building thicker skin in a different world. I used to think that all that thick skin meant was that, you know, if you're on the street and somebody's fucking talking shit to you, then, you know, you knock them out and then thick skin and blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I thought. It didn't make any sense though. I have changed the way I perceive things now. And I understand that basically to me, having thick skin now is turning the other cheek. I'm okay with this. You can do what you want. You're allowed to have your own feeling about something or your opinion or your whatever. And you can do that. Um, the place that I worked because of how I look, uh, it's not that I'm not accepted, but I'm looked at as kind of funny, right? Your boy has tattoos on his face and all these other things and, you know, piercings and, and, uh, gauges and, you know, big handlebar mustache and all this fucking whatever. And some of the places where I live, you know, it's, it's a new culture shock thing to them. I live in a fucking, not smaller place, but it's just a place unaffected by city folk, we'll say, right? Uh, I learned a lot about that. I learned to deal with a lot of people. I've been teaching uh, classes, which has been really cool. I found a mentor who's a teacher who was completely open and understanding of who I am. And that was able to, that was able to help me, I guess, come out of my shell a little bit. So I, I've been teaching classes uh, with this guy and it's been phenomenal. I help him out. He helps me out. We do the class 50-50. Uh, we'll get into that later, I think, maybe. I doubt it. I don't know. I don't want to get into too many details about my life because I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I'm just still, I'm still not that into that as a person. I do want to talk to people about stressors and dealing with stress because, and in particular dealing with this stress, right? This isn't a stress. I think there's so many different kinds of stressors now, and there's so many different ways to describe stress that it's amazing to me. You can have stress of unknown. You can have stress of known. You can have stress of things that, you know, you have con no control over. You can have stress of things that you do have no con uh, control over. And people talk about that all the time, right? You should have, you shouldn't stress over things you can't control. Well, listen, guys, is anybody that listens to this a person that doesn't do that? I doubt it. Even if you're a person who's listening to this podcast simply because you have a family member in your life who's bipolar, well, guess what? That's a stressor for you. So now it's a stress you can't control. You can't control that other person, so it's probably not going to work, right? So, and, and if you're a bipolar person who's listening to this, you can't stop yourself from being bipolar. So again, that's a stressor that you know of, but you can't control it, right? So what does that mean? Should we ignore it? No, definitely not. We have to take precautions. We have to take steps, right? It's no different than anybody else. That whole, you know, I, uh, I read a quote a few years ago and it's kind of stuck with me. It basically is, you know, everybody's life, uh, everybody's life is a tragedy. And it's true. Everybody's life is a tragedy, guys. We are all affected and unaffected by the same things. Well, not unaffected, but we're all affected 
one way or the other by all of the same kinds of things, right? Um, one of the things that I tell people and I say all the time is, you know, death is the biggest one. Everybody's going to go up to that, that door, no matter what we do, right? That's going to fucking happen. It's happening. And <clears throat> hate, love, all these emotions that we talked about that I mentioned earlier, same thing. Everybody's going to love at some point in their life, hopefully, you know, for their sake, I, I hope. Um, but so yeah, a year, a year off from the podcast, thinking that maybe if I ignored being bipolar, that I could fake it till I make it again and I could get out and change my life and do all these fucking things. And, uh, that maybe it would go away and it would fall to the wayside. Right. And that's not the case. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it has become, again, it becomes easier and easier to deal with. And I think with age, it definitely helps too, of course. Uh, as far as physically being fit, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm the best example of that, but that helps too. When I'm working out, everything's much, much better. And I enjoy that. So that's important. A diet is always important. Mine is still pretty shit tier. So there's that. I... Every, every day I'm working on it though. Every day, not, not a diet of like, whatever I I've given up trying to do diets. It's more just a lifestyle change. Like, Hey, how can I do this? Hey, how can I do that? Hey, how can I do this? You know, differently to help myself continue forward. And I feel that it's, it's, it's just an ongoing process, man. There's, there's no way to stop it. So anyways, we're back. Uh, we'll be back trying to get on this regularly. I'm going to try and post at least once a week again, maybe even do multiple episodes. I hope that everyone's been well. I didn't want to leave anybody out there. That's why I didn't take the podcast down or anything like that. And I wanted to, I just, I needed to step away, you know? I, I think there's still a lot of self, there was still a lot of self-hatred there in finding out because, you know, being bipolar has changed, it's changed and affected my life in so m much of a way that I'm not going to say it's a handicap, but it's fucking weighed me down a lot in a lot of, especially because of the careers and the things that I wanted to do. Like those, I don't think those are, the, there's not many careers that really suit somebody who's got a, a random dopamine drop that amplifies any kind of emotion that they're having. Right. And plus of course the not sleeping thing, you know, and then, and then of course being diagnosed with like the PTSD and the acute anxiety and all this other weird shit that they say. Uh, so, you know, it's all relative and I'm rambling. I know I'm rambling. I just wanted to say that I'm back guys and I, I dipped for, you know, a reason for myself trying to, to do something a little bit differently, trying to focus on myself and it worked and it is working. But at the same time, I also know that this thing kind of calls me back every time. And I'm not sure what that means, but I'm hoping to figure it out. And I don't know. So if you guys want to write me bipolarbits13 at gmail.com. Uh, I hope to hear from you. I hope everyone's well. I'm sorry for my absence. I didn't want to leave anybody hanging. I just needed to step away. And I appreciate you guys listening if you're still here. I can't believe how many turns our...
podcast gets because I didn't I didn't even log in forever and I logged in the other day and it it's a pretty decent amount of plays. So there's people out there listening, which is fucking super interesting to me. So, anyways, bipolar bits, guys. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. And hopefully we can solve some problems together and figure out some things. And hopefully my ramblings will help somebody out there who's dealing with this. And uh, you know the you know the worst part about being bipolar is to me is to not is not being able to show somebody what you're feeling. That's that's the worst part. It's like when somebody gets a migraine, like my wife gets migraines and she'll be like, I have a migraine. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know how much pain she's experiencing. I just know she's going to be fucked up. She's going to have to lay down. She's going to have to get a washcloth. She's not going to feel good. She's possibly going to throw up. And, and it's just like, I know how that feels, but at the same time, I'm not going through it. And that's, you know, I feel... I feel like that's the hardest part about it because, you know, how my, how it's affected me and my wife together and how things are different and, and how my mood swings come across and just all this crazy stuff, you know, it's not crazy. I shouldn't say that. Anyways, guys, Bipolar Bits, welcome back. It's, uh, it's good to be here again. I think, I guess I'm just glad I'm still here and around, right? Um, I hope everyone's well. Talk soon.